Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Digital Nomad Ventures. This is a podcast teaching aspiring digital nomads how to travel the world on a budget, generate passive income, stay at hotels for free, and just meet people from all over the world doing what you love. So I'm sitting here right now with Davina Balazzo, and she is a graphic designer by trade. She just recently was traveling all through Southeast Asia, Europe, and South America. So she quit her nine to five job in 2017 and took off to travel the world. So tell me more about yourself. Hi, yeah, so I mean, you pretty much said it all. Um, I've always had an itch for traveling. Um, I think it started with a a Europe trip after, after graduating high school. And since then I've always I always knew I wanted to take some extended time off um, and travel, but instead I went into work. And I was originally from Vegas, but I moved to New York and I was working event production design, graphic design. Um, And although I loved it, it was working crazy hours Mm -hmm. and um, spending a lot of my time um, when I wasn't working just on different travel blogs and watching different YouTube videos and getting sucked into, you know, beautiful photographs like the ones uh-huh. you take on Instagram. Um, but at the same time, you were in that, living that yeah, corporate life. exactly. Stuck in the nine-to-five job. I'm exactly. sure many of us can relate to that. Right. Um, so I made myself a plan um, that I was going to stick with it and save um, X amount of money and start looking at different opportunities to travel Southeast Asia um, and just kind of see where it takes me. So... End awesome. Of, yeah, end of 2017 uh, is when I started purging a lot of my stuff, like giving stuff away. Mm-hmm. Um, I kept my apartment and was sub, sub, um, subletting. subletting it yep, uh-huh. and doing it on Airbnb um, while I traveled. Yeah. So that's one of the things we'll be talking about in the podcast as mm-hmm. well, is how to make money from Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to own property. You don't have to rent out your space. Right. So that's just something else you can add to to generate passive income while exactly. you're Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was one of them was just putting it on Airbnb or even putting my room up on Facebook mm-hmm. groups. Um, I tried to limit it to not so many people. Luckily, I had a roommate that was helping out with the managing of that. Um, well, that's good news. Right. But most of it was, I mean, most of my travels were, were just ways to save money. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, like, the dollar goes pretty far when oh, you're in yeah, Southeast Asia. Um, actually, thinking about it, I'm like, I, because I used an app called TripCoin, and I budgeted everything. And it actually was I've kind of fun. Oh, it's a great app. Mm-hmm. Yeah, TripCoin. And it's like, you can put your, the currency you normally use, mine was US dollars, um, and whatever country you're in. Um, you can put however many bot you're you're using, and then it'll automatically convert it to U.S. dollars, and ah. it'll it also categorizes it for you for like if it's um, accommodation, food, whatnot. And it's just a super easy app to use. Awesome! And so for the listeners, check out Tripcoin. Tripcoin. It's an app for iPhone and yeah, Android. Yeah, this is not an ad. It is actually a really great app, um, and that saved me so much. Um, and it's great because it also puts different stats and organizes things by country. Um, so when I looked at it, I realized I actually, by tra- quitting my job and traveling, I actually saved more money <laughs> traveling than I did 
that I did that if I were to stay in New York and keep of course, keep yeah, living, York, the right? real estate there yeah. is outrageously expensive. Right. And so it's funny you mentioned about traveling in Southeast Asia because that's my next destination. Yeah. So I've been so all through South America with the exception of Brazil and Venezuela and Uruguay. Mm-hmm. Um, but next I'm planning on going to Bali. So I'd love to get Amazing. some advice from you. And yeah, that's how you say to, that. To visit. Yeah, that was actually my very first um, stop when I when I was heading to Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, so as I said, I like didn't really plan it so much, but I did plan being in Bali and kind of like what I was going to do, where I was going to stay sure. there. But overall, um, you more spontaneous. Yeah, more so. I was sure. just kind of like, let me let me just fit, let me just plan out the first portion of it and mm-hmm. then kind of feel it out once I get there. And so I was looking on different sites like Wolfing, um, which is with like organic farming. Yeah. Um, there's also work away, work away, packers. Exactly. All these, these. there's also great, like couch surfing. There's like great, uh, gr- groups and threads on couch surfing that oh, talks okay. about different jobs and different, um, volunteer opportunities. That's good to know. Yeah. I actually am connected with the guy who started Couchsurfing. Oh, cool. He lives here in Austin. Oh, nice. I haven't actually that met sounds, him face-to-face yet. Sounds like, yeah, he would live in Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very couch-surfing-friendly couch friendly city. So um, Davina and I, just to take a short segue, we actually met at a, a house party this past weekend yeah, in Westlake Hills, which is a really nice area here in Austin. It's beautiful. Lakeview. Um, organized by a guy named Brandon Hawk, who's like a former professional tennis player. Mm-hmm. I was reading his Wikipedia page. Oh, <laughs> and uh, it's, something new. it's like a house party for conscious entrepreneurs and some some uh, influencers were there. It was really a good time. We were dancing. Yeah, ecstatic dance, uh, getting in our body. So then after that, we met up actually the very next day for lunch mm-hmm. and went to a Vietnamese restaurant. So then, um, you know, I've been looking for more guests to to have on the podcast. So this is my, my very first guest, uh, Davina. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's just a short background, cool. but yeah. What advice do you have for digital nomads to like find places to stay while they're traveling? Yeah. So hostel what, world, uh, hostel world one. is a great one. Yeah. For cheap hostel world. Um, mm-hmm. even booking.com you, I found some places that are cheaper than even Hostel World. Um, and you can just put in what you're looking for, the price points, and sure. it makes it super easy. Actually, um, those are some of the cheapest accommodation. Um, but, I mean, the cheapest way to go is just doing volunteer work trades, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which is actually – it's funny because the where I first went in Bali was – it was a meditation yoga retreat, and I found oh, her. Oh, yeah, sorry, on, you're telling me about that. Yeah, I found her on Woofing. It was a, it's a psychotherapist, Margaret Rufler, who owns the place, and she wow. she's incredible. And I found her on Woofing because I was thinking like it'd be nice to like work with the land and permaculture. Um, but I, I mean, although I did work a lot with the land, um, I was helping more so out with my graphics, like utilizing my design skills. Uh-huh. Um, for trade and also is that something you were doing while traveling so you found freelance clients to do yeah it was just like friends friends for? here and there and um just any even just like looking online just different uh, facebook groups like just go to different like 
um, like nomad groups, sure. on, like Bali and stuff. And there's people that are constantly posting jobs. There's some um, big ones, digital nomad entrepreneurs. There's, there's so many Facebook groups mm-hmm. to, to join. Some of them have 20,000 plus members. Right. But even doing some of like this wolfing, which I was working on the land, but mostly doing design work. And it was just for trade of accommodation and food. And mm-hmm. food was phenomenal. And also just like the meditation and doing just having access to her as a psychotherapist was even just so fascinating and helpful and a great connection to have and a dear friend of mine now. Um, you still but, stay in touch? even though Yeah, we still stay in touch. Yep. Oh, cool. Um, and it was funny because that was even um, that it was going to lead to a bigger project where she had acquired a bunch of land and we were starting to look at it and things were going to snowball into an even bigger project um, where we were going to help we we're going to help and actually be paid for it. Um, uh-huh. What's the name of this place? This place is called Jiwa Demai. And Jiwa Demai. Jiwa Demai, yeah. It's 15 minutes outside of Ubud on a scooter. Ah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's near the top of my list yeah, of places to visit. Yeah, you have to go visit and, her. Yeah, I have it's quite so beautiful. a few friends over there it's now, like too. It's like that, that sanctuary is like right in the middle of all, all like surrounded by rice fields. Wow. And it's so picturesque. Really beautiful. I'd love to, I really need to get another drone before I head to Bali as well. Yeah. Because the aerial perspective just gives you a completely different view. Oh, for sure. Um, So awesome. And I've, I've actually volunteered. I really didn't have too much experience with WorkAway, but I created an account on there. Mm -hmm. I was mostly staying at hostels and the occasional luxury hotel for free. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's something I'll discuss in the podcast at some point as well. But then... I found this opportunity to volunteer at one of the top rated hostels in Latin America. Oh, nice. In a what place called Pucon, Chile. Okay. It was called Chile Kiwi. <laughs> so it's right on the lake. There's this beautiful lake right on the water. Mm-hmm. And this place is like known as being the adventure capital of Chile. Mm-hmm. So you can hike to the top of an active volcano oh, and sled down in the snow. And then there's all sorts of water activities and wow. hiking. Just all the elements. Yeah, so I was there for two weeks. Amazing. We cut it a little bit short because I don't know. I was just a little bit in over my head mm-hmm. with the volunteering. But yeah, it was amazing. How yeah, so I'd recommend work away. Uh, just two weeks. Yeah, it was supposed to be a month. Oh, cool. But they ran a tight ship. Yeah. So I, nice. but I had already done everything I wanted to in that area anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, cool. Um. So, yeah, what else can we talk about? Let's see. Well, there's, also there's so much. Something that just came to mind, too, and we're talking about cheap to free accommodation mm-hmm. are those, um, like, pet pet sitting sites. That's right. So. I had um, – I never actually tried it. I did apply for – I did sign up for some of them, and they're great great options, like, especially when you are very flexible with your schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some options? I know there's Ro- Rover is one of them. I don't know if they're um, worldwide, though. I think mostly in Austin. Yeah, there is it. There's there's a ton. Let me see. Pet sanctuary. She's looking up uh, options on her phone. Yeah, I think they're pet sitting. Actually, I was just talking to someone on the phone about this, and she's been pet sitting here in Austin. Oh, really? Yeah, there's Rover. Yeah. Dog, dog vacay. vacay. And of course, Austin's a very dog-friendly city. Almost everyone has a dog here. and So they're always looking for pet sitters. Right. But these are all over the world, too. And it's just, 
you, there's opportunity to stay at even just really nice houses uh-huh. for a month to two weeks at a time. You can probably live in a um, mansion somewhere in yeah. Bali and just take care just, like, of Just like take care of like pets. a cat. <laughs> Easy work. Right. It's funny. I was actually, so I was volunteering at a hostel here in Austin for about a month and a half. Oh yeah. When I got back because I was sort of in between places and unable to rent an apartment here, mm-hmm. which is something I'm still working on. Um, but yeah, I found this opportunity through World World Packers. Oh, I've never heard of that. Yeah. World so Packers. I just started writing for them, actually. I'm uh, going to be writing some articles just right. on digital marketing, that sort of thing. Cool. But it's definitely possible to volunteer and just you do basic work, making beds, that sort of thing, and then you just stay for free. Right. Yeah, and also just like outside of even just searching on the internet, like once you're traveling to places, like word of mouth, like mm-hmm. people will have for sure so many recommendations. Like my my most memorable volunteering opportunity was in Myanmar. At I was telling you about this um, uh-huh. uh, the other day at lunch was uh, this monastery um, that this Buddhist monk had created and. It's kind of, it's a little town. It's called Tabua Center and uh-huh. it opens it up for anyone that's seeking refuge, anyone that's seeking a home, anyone that's hungry, anyone that needs food, water, Homeless shelter, people, anyone sure. across the we board. We should have something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everywhere. And it's just a bunch of, um, a lot, a lot of um, people that are doing well, well for themselves that just donate money for the buildings and like it feeds and houses 20,000 people. Amazing. And it's all at one time. All at one time. And it's all, and as volunteers, it was so it's huge. Yeah. It's a tiny little, it's like a little town outside of Yangon, but this is where in in, Myanmar, in Myanmar. Ah. Yeah. So just like an hour outside of Yangon, you take the bus or even take a a Uber cab and, and you could just show up like it's not you don't even need to call them ahead of time. It's just that laid back. And uh-huh. um, I mean, you wow. go to the office, they talk to you. And do you and have to the, reserve online? Or no, because it's open for anyone like they're they don't have a minimum. They don't have capacity of who how many volunteers stay there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are different ways to volunteer. Like you can volunteer in the hospital. You can volunteer with doing aerobics with the elderly. You can volunteer. Teaching English. Cooking. Yes. Possibly. Teaching English. Like uh-huh. dealing with the kid, with the children, um, walking with the monks when they do alms to collect the money and food. That sounds like um, a great way to grow as an individual oh, to is. personal development. For sure. Yeah. Well, and that's just, what they say is like everyone that goes there is a patient. So even the volunteers are patients where you have, you know, it's encouraged to give at least an hour a day to be in the monastery and have, um, give, you know, meditate. How long were you volunteering at this monastery? Yeah. I was volunteering there for two weeks. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Just wow. two weeks. Because I had, um, the visa was quite, it's, it's a pretty tight visa, like 30 days mm-hmm. there. And then I am, I wanted to do some hiking and okay, go up yeah, north sure. and sleep again. And I didn't even cover all the places I wanted to see in that country, but wow. I was like, I'm, you know, just where people, is Myanmar? I'm just curious. Yeah. Myanmar is, sure. um, it's West of Thailand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So, so you can enter it um, from like Northern Thailand, like Pai. Uh-huh. You can go to like the Northern part of Myanmar. I was watching yeah. an episode. Um, I've been watching a lot of Anthony Bourdain oh, lately. Yeah, he has a, a Netflix show. It's very inspiring. He used mm-hmm. to travel all over the world and eat delicious food. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, yeah, it's living the dream. But uh, so he was recently, there was an episode he was visiting Sri Lanka. Mm -hmm. And he took a train from like, I forget what the capital is. Did you go to Sri Lanka? I didn't. No, I've been wanting to. Super close to India. Right. I've heard it's Uh, like awesome to go there for the cinnamon. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I didn't know. But uh, he took a train, which has been shut down for 30 years because Mm -hmm. they had a a long war there, which most was called the secret war. Uh So most people in developing nations didn't even know about it. Yeah. So the train was shut down for 30 years and he took it all the way across the island to this place and it was all bombed out. But it was a really interesting episode. Interesting. You could learn a lot about a culture and a country by the food. Sure. And even just watching, uh, I get a lot of inspiration from that show. Hello. (laughs) We're recording a podcast episode. (laughs) So, yeah. Awesome. So we should, what should we talk about next? Do you want to well, keep going? Sure. Yeah. Let's, I mean, well, let's now get into the food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like sure. Yeah. Let's talk about the food. What, one thing that was like. What's the signature dish in Indonesia? Oh, in Indonesia. Ooh. Um, what are they known for? Like, I mean, they're tempeh. Tempeh? Tempeh. Mm-hmm. Is that a type of sushi? No, tempeh is like a, it's, um. It's used lots. It's a meat substitute. It's like soybeans made with soybeans, Mm -hmm. um, fermented soybeans. It's it's delicious, and how it's cooked, it's phenomenal. Wow! (laughs) Yeah, so tempeh definitely have tempeh. Um, What are the other dishes? There are like if I go to Indonesia, I don't want to just eat at fast food restaurants, McDonald's and Burger King, all that crap. Yeah, I'd rather try the traditional dishes. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of um, just delicious like hole-in-the-wall places that uh-huh. you stumble upon. The best food is usually on the street. Yeah. Right? But you have to be a little bit careful because you might get food poisoning. Right. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. But tacos? Tacos? Do they have tacos? Do they? Oh, Probably I'm sure you could find some because, it's, I mean, in different parts of, like in Bali, was just a lot of vegan, vegan food options. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm sure they've had... Different ways of talk. There's a lot of, of hippies and exactly Ubud is like a really involved. like a spiritual mecca. <laughs> so, but really delicious. My friend Daniel has been over there for gosh at least a year now in Bali. Yeah, and he's completely transformed since I met him a few years ago. Nice. Of course, he's done a lot of ayahuasca. Yeah, that'll so that, do it. That'll change you apparently. Yeah, but it. and he's live. His girlfriend's pregnant now, so they're welcoming a child into Amazing. the that's so beautiful i just became an aunt this week oh yeah or not this week sorry this month yeah congratulations yeah well i was an aunt before my but now my my sister's had yeah she just had a niece first niece that's earth side yeah yeah so she had hit here in austin mm-hmm. yeah oh. she came uh her name's ava she came a month early <laughs> over a month early it's a beautiful yeah. name yeah it means life mm-hmm. yeah in which language I don't know. They just that I think they just looked it up and it was uh-huh. means life in English. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, ayahuasca. That was plant medicines. That's that's something you'll run into a lot during travels. Sure. <laughs> and I I felt the the temptation to try it when I was in um, this place in Peru called mm-hmm. Quitos. Yeah, Quitos. Yeah. So there they have it's week long retreats mm-hmm. and it's like. 
five thousand dollars yeah. for a retreat I saw at one of the places. Oh, that's insane. Yeah, which I definitely I couldn't afford. <laughs> you have to, you know, a good uh, a good shaman. I, I feel would, like like would even they, honor even if you couldn't afford something because sure. it's not the medicine. <laughs> yeah, they're not in it yeah. for the money, right? right? They want to actually give you a positive right. experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I went. I did. I went to Iquitos. I actually. I ended my big Southeast Asia trip ended in Iquitos. Um, I was really? only supposed to, yeah, I know, not even it's in Southeast Asia. I know, not even in Southeast Asia. I was planning <laughs> on just being in Southeast Asia, but um, uh-huh. and then I had gone to Europe because my sister wanted uh, wanted to travel. And so we traveled a little bit. Um, and while she, she was pregnant, she was pregnant with um, my, what was, was my first niece, um, but she had a preterm delivery while we were in Europe. And, uh, so it cut, it cut our Europe trip short. And during all this time, it was, you know, kind of a, a pretty traumatic thing that was happening and a lot of shifts going on. And I had done ayahuasca in 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hadn't, I hadn't touched it since then. This was already 2000, now 2018. And that's the year I graduated in co- from college, 2012. Yeah, 2012. Yeah, yeah. So that was eight years ago. Yeah. Uh, seven uh-huh. years ago. Right. And, yes, um, yeah. And then, so I, you know, I was thinking and I'm like, okay, um, I know my, my trip is going, is coming to an end. So I'd love to go to the Amazon to Peru and, and do ayahuasca with this, the shaman that I've, was a mutual friend of mine and I've, I've been wanting to work with him for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And, and it was nice. Cause I had, I had some flight benefits. That's, that's why I was able to travel. So effortlessly because one of my friends was a flight attendant and had flight benefits so oh nice that's yeah, another, so good another tidbit sure. <laughs> another if you can if you can find somebody that works for airlines you got the hookup yeah it's it's helpful so also having a travel credit card which so you get um, airline miles yes. every time you fly oh yeah chase reserve uh-huh. i like swear by that you, really yeah it's so you get I have a Chase bank account now, but my credit score is not good enough to get a, a credit card. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm working on improving. Yeah. yeah Chase Coming Reserve. soon. <laughs> get Chase Reserve. Chase Reserve. It's not an ad. <laughs> good to know. Yeah. Because this one, it's like, yeah, there's an annual fee of it, but the annual fee is 400 mm-hmm. and But with Ooh. any type of travel, they deduct $300 for the year. So that's even like cabs, metro cards, airfare. So it wor- only works out to a hundred a year. So yeah, a hundred year. But down. then you get, but then you get to, um, it gives you TSA pre-check, which like skipping all the lines. Awesome. And also it gives you access to priority pass, which you get access to all the lounges in the ho- in the airport. So that's kind of, that's saving you on food, drinks. If you sure. drink, if you have like a nine hour yeah. layover at an airport right. you can just go and hang sleep out there, there, there's showers, relax. really nice. Wow. Um, so you save a lot actually. <laughs> Um, yeah, and on top of that, it's like you get so many points from it that literally that that's another way to stay at places for free, just using your points and also mm-hmm. just using using it for like buying airfare. Nice. Yeah. There's a website. It's called The Points Guy. He goes by The Points Guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you follow yeah, I have. that at all. Yeah, I've read some of those things, especially when I was before getting the cha- getting to the Chase Reserve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Oh. So I actually, speaking um, about Iquitos, I mm-hmm. took a speedboat to get there from a place called Aramaguas. Mm-hmm. Aramaguas. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. And I was going with a is friend that, that, is that I that had the met. Point, is that the point of um, where Colombia, Peru, um, Brazil all meet? No, this it's located in Peru. It's okay. like the last place on the, the mainland. Yeah. And then so the speedboat left at night. Mm-hmm. 
and we were going to take um, a barge there, which was going to take like two days. Yeah. But then this one was a little more expensive, but it, we got there in 12 days. I mean, 12, not 12, 12 hours. That longer. <laughs> 12 hours, I mean, sorry. And they had some engine trouble That's along almost... the way, but. Did you have to sleep in a some... hammock? No. No. They had seats. Oh, nice. Um, fairly comfortable seats, although mm-hmm. I was, didn't get much sleep. But it was amazing. quite an adventure. Oh, that sounds amazing. I would love to do that. And then we that went on a uh, a rainforest. We stayed at a lodge in a rainforest mm-hmm. and swam in the Amazon River with piranhas. Wow. Which was kind of crazy, but apparently piranhas don't eat humans. So. Oh, yeah. It's a myth. <laughs> so that's good news. <laughs> and there were like pink dolphins there too, oh, which is yeah. very, very exotic. We saw a few of those. Yeah. Yeah, I saw some pink dolphins in Cambodia. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's an area um, just like in the center, like northern center of um, Ka- Cambodia, Kra- Krahe. Mm-hmm. Krahe. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. But yeah, they have the pink dolphins there. In the wow. River. It's beautiful. Do you have yeah. any plans to go back to Southeast Asia? I mean, your family is from yeah, the, the Philippines, Philippines. Yeah, right? actually, um, it's funny. My mom just texted me yesterday um, that we are we were trying to plan a, a trip back home uh-huh so i because i didn't make it on this this time around when i did my southeast asia trip and i've been wanting to save that for family sure so, yeah. yeah that makes sense yeah i mean i i've gone i've gone when i was younger it's been been a while so yeah, i'm excited for that i think we're aiming for next year next february uh-huh yeah so that may be right around the time that I'm there. Oh, nice. So I'd love to up here in the meet up if our paths yeah. converge. Right. Oh my God. If you come to the Philippines, I'll show you. I'll we'll like yeah, throw a fiesta. Be, that would be incredible. <laughs> meet, all the, meet my whole Apparently family. Apparently there's like 7,000 7, islands. Oh, there's a lot the of coast. islands. Yeah. Like over a hundred dialects. Um, my parents, yeah, they're from Bohol. Mm-hmm. So that's over oh. like central. Like is it south. close to Manila? Manila is more north. So Bohol is... Um, more like central south okay yeah i still have to research these yeah. places more before yeah, i leave sure. instead of just throwing myself for into sure. it for sure yeah but we're gonna we're planning on going That's great going to barakai and palawan this is a popular destination spot uh-huh um, i was good. well again i was watching an episode of bourdain and mm-hmm. he was traveling in manila yeah and it looked like it's just there's a lot of poverty there and, yeah and people just throw their trash in the rivers and there's even mm-hmm. like people living in underground caves. Yeah. A lot of people living so, in like cemeteries. Oof. Yeah. So maybe I'd, I'd probably fly into Manila, but maybe not spend too much time there. Right. I'd rather hang out on yeah, the island. Yeah, just another city. I mean, it's a city, it's a big city. So, I'll, you mm-hmm. know, you can find the nice parts of it too. Of course. Um, but yeah, definitely go to the Philippines, go to the beaches, go to more of the nature. <laughs> Get the nature aspects of it. Yeah. All like right. in Bohol, there's something <laughs> called um the chocolate chocolate hills. It's like all these beautiful, wow. just beautiful green hills. I'm excited. Just, yeah. Oh. I'll probably stay treat. here another three months, mm-hmm. maybe leave in early November. Yeah. Um so I'm kind of that's just a good bouncing around the city right yeah, now. Yeah, that's a good time to go, actually. Yeah. Is the weather pretty good that time of year? Yeah, actually like February, March is supposed to be like prime time to go. Awesome. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Sweet. Big hey. things coming soon. A lot of and exciting travel plans. <laughs> this is uh, Digital Nomad Ventures. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode with Davina. Thanks for Where, having me. No problem. Where can we find more information? 
Do yeah, you have a website I, or Instagram? I do. Yeah, I have all all of the above. Um, my website is www.divinagracebalazzo. That's D-I-V-I-N-A, Grace Balazzo, B-A-L-A-Z-O.com. And my Instagram is same thing, Divina Grace Balazzo. You can also find me on Facebook. And we're already following each other on Instagram. Yeah. All your beautiful cool. pictures. <laughs> well, thanks so much for listening and hopefully you enjoyed the episode. Um, we'll be, I'll be releasing another one next week. Uh, I have a couple more guests coming up, other digital nomads based here in Austin. So stay tuned for further updates and have a great day from wherever you're watching have in the world. Have a good day. Happy travels. Happy travels.